This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. Now we're talking sports on the postgame podcast. Well, like sort of, kind of. Jerry and Al with you. What's up on a Tuesday uh, as we're moving into the middle part of April, which is always fun. Boomer and Craig done for the day, so we take over the Boomer and Carton Allstate Insurance Goodfellas Studios. That's pretty good, right? Why Goodfellas? Good hands. Good hands, people. Good fellas, the movie. That's right. That's a very good point. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, so yesterday was opening day, which was kind of cool. There were a lot of interesting things. I really didn't get to any of them today, to be honest with you. But, you know, I mentioned the Red Sox hitting a bunch of home runs. That was cool. I thought the Mariner game was interesting with Cano getting a big hit. Um, you know, the, the thumb injury with the kid, uh, whatever his name is, um, Ventura and Giordano Ventura with Kansas City. And then you had the Marlins taking on the Braves. Now, the Marlins are supposed to be pretty good. The Braves are not, and ironically enough, the Braves win that game. But interesting, in this game, this was played in Florida, in Miami. They have that beautiful new stadium that's got a retractable roof. The game was delayed for 16 minutes. Why would that be, Al? Why? Because it rained. So the begs the question, why was the roof open Yes, if it was supposed to rain? Now, David Sampson, who was the Marlins president, said, my bad, I was, it was his call. He said he was actually tracking the weather on his phone. Right. And it was clear, and there was no chance of rain, and then it rained. Now, I feel bad for this guy, because here's the thing. It's April in Miami. It shouldn't rain. B, you want the roof open as much as possible, because in the summer it can't be. It's too hot. At the same time, if it rains, you look like a jackass that the roof's open. Right. Tough spot. There's a great app called Dark Sky. Boomer was talking about it on the air a couple weeks ago, and I, I got it after listening to him. Yeah. Where we'll tell you wh- when it, it, it uses your um, a location accuracy, and we'll tell you when it, when the precipitation will start, how many minutes, and it's it's pretty good. Now, you got to leave your GPS on for this at all no, times? When no, when you turn it on, it, it locates you. Okay. So it just it just runs, the GPS part of your phone just runs when the app is turned on. Oh, I got you. So you're yeah. not running it the whole time. Not running it the whole time, but it's pretty cool. I'm, I, I use this one quite a bit, and it was at, very accurate for the snow we had here in the uh, in the winter. You a weather guy? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, only only I'm a weather app guy. I'm not going to watch the weather on TV, but so I'll check the apps nonstop. You walk into a party. Yes. You really don't know anybody. I will not. There's one of two things that's going to happen. Right. A- Boomer and Carton show, boom, you can talk about a lot. Yes. B, nice weather we're having. I will not go nice weather. I'll, so I didn't say you would. Yeah. Someone engages you, how far will you take that? I'll go, oh, yeah. 
And that'll be <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So you won't further that conversation. Uh probably not. So you would actually then go for the awkward silence rather than further. Yeah. We'll get some rain tomorrow. Yeah. What I would do is I would look for some observation in the room that I could bring up, like somebody who who I can m- make fun of slightly, even if you don't know them. Even if I don't, I go. Well, let's well, see this guy fat. over here. Well, I wouldn't say that. I oh. wouldn't be like that. I'd be. Well, I'd pick something less mean. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting uh, color uh, collar he went with with that shirt. I would do something like that. So his color coordination is bad. Yeah, something. What about, what do you do? Are you into that one? Uh, I will do, Who I would say, who do you know here if it was a party? Okay, so now we're going relationships. So how do you know, uh, how, are you, how did you get here? Who do you know here? Uh-huh. I've done that. And then, and then it's, well, my wife is friends with them. Ah. Then what do you do? Yeah, See, I'm, I'm amazed by this because there's nothing worse than when you're with someone you don't know and you have nothing to say to them and you just kind of, and it's even, I think even worse than that when you actually get a conversation going and it like hits a cliff. Yeah, you don't care. Like, well, well I don't even mean that. Like you start discussing something and you feel like you got something going and then all of a sudden it just kind of ends. Right. And then it's like, oh, now what? See, I don't know. Yeah. I'm uh, not good at that. I would go right into, uh, well, I would say, how do you, who, who do you know here? Then I would go, oh, I know Billy. Yeah. And just kind of try to figure out who Billy is. All right, Jerry. This, uh, I, I know, I don't think you're interested in this, but I'm bringing it up because I'm very interested in it. That we have a date now for Diane Sawyer to sit down with Bruce Jenner to talk about him uh, trans, uh, transgendering into yeah, a woman. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, it's going to be a two-hour 2020 special, wow. April 24th. I will be locked in on this. Those ratings, I, I believe, w- could be Super Bowl-like ratings. Well, you know what's weird, though? It's on a Friday night. Oh, really? Which is not a great TV night. No, Because that's when 2020 airs. And that's when people go out. Yeah, but, like, oh, you DVR it. How many hits do you think, after that airs, forget what the ratings are on TV, how many hits online do you think that would get? As far as, like, people watching yeah. videos of it? Yeah, that'll be huge. Because I'm not, I honestly and truly do not care about Bruce Jenner's life with the Kardashians and all of that stuff. And, I mean, let's be honest. He's become very well known to a generation that really didn't know what he did right. to become who he is. I would be interested in this interview just to find out, really, the struggles he's gone through, the courage it took to actually do this. But I just hope it doesn't go too much into the TV show because, you know, at some point it's going to get involved in that. It has to. I don't think so. This is all going to be about him. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, two sure hours, though? Up. Two hours. There'll be a I'm, lot of commercials. I would think in the span of two hours, you've got to get into what the hell you've been doing for the last 10 years. No? Well, they're going to ask him about that car crash also. He was involved oh, in, that's a, right. in a, in well, a that was fatal just a few weeks car ago. crash. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I'm in for Do that. Do you know anybody that's had this type of surgery? No, I think it's very rare. But you know what I do know a lot of people that had, which I thought used to be a rare surgery, is the stomach stapling or the uh, the the uh, lap band. It's actually become common. I know, and maybe because it's I work in and we work in radio, and and a lot of people just you know it's a very sedentary type of job where you can, especially like music DJs, can just yeah. sit there all day long. So I know way more people than I should that have had the stomach lap band surgery. And I'm going to tell you, it's about 50-50 of, of those that worked and those that have, haven't well, worked. No, no. They all work. The problem is once they get off, once they get out of surgery and they get away from the eating plan they're supposed to follow, they wind up gaining the weight back. I used to work with a guy. We called him Billy Staples because he had his stomach stapled shut. Ugh. And he would be able to eat just one chicken wing. Like that was his meal. To get started. Yeah. like that. Because that part of your stomach can still expand. Yeah. I don't know. Would you ever do that? Uh, no, I would. Uh, no, you gotta uh, that. 
I think for some things, I would need a big wake-up call to change uh, my behavior. Like a scare from a doctor or something? Yeah, if or a doctor or... saying, you're going to go in and get your stomach stapled or get it together, then I'd be like, all right, there, that's the... Yeah, that's the call to action for me. It's almost become people, and I don't listen. I don't know. I know. I know. I would say f- probably four people that have had this done now, and it really it worked wonderfully for a year. And all four of them, if they're not back to their pre-surgery weight, they're pretty darn close to it. So Are very, we counting uh, Rex Ryan as a friend or someone we know no, who has it? What no, about I'm talking Governor about Christie? Legitimate people. Yeah, I know. people you know. Right. I don't go by even people I've shaken their hand and say, "Oh, I know him." I, I don't see. know them. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about sports again, if we can. So this is really cool because this is what sports has become. Teams basically sign players, cut players, trade for players, acquire players. And I don't know, from year to year, teams turn over so much. And if you just go back five years, the amount of players that are still on quote unquote, your team is ridiculous because there's just not many of them. So you were telling me about this one story that you found in Philadelphia, how these sporting goods stores don't know what to do specifically with Sam Bradford's jersey because there's so much conversation in and around Philadelphia and in NFL circles, are the Eagles keeping Bradford or is he a piece to go out and get Marcus Mariota, who everybody has thought for the last however many months that was the plan in place. So these places want to stock up and sell, but we're three weeks away from the draft. What if he's not on the team? Then what? Yeah. What do you do with those jerseys? You slash them at eighty percent; they're worthless. Yeah, they're worthless. Yeah, I think he, I think you got to hope that everyone wants a Demarco Murray jersey this year. I would agree with that. He's not going anywhere. That right, is very he's not true. going anywhere. So maybe you take that. But maybe people you get like yourself, the quarterback jersey. Yeah, uh, maybe you get yourself a nice Mark Sanchez jersey and hope he gets in there a lot. Uh, I don't know that you're walking into Models in Philadelphia and they even have Sanchez yeah. jerseys for the Eagles. Would you? Uh, no, maybe right now. But not Maybe when the now. season starts. I guess. See, here's the thing. You can go in. Like, I'll give you an example. You can go in and get a Troy Aikman Cowboys jersey. He don't play anymore. Right. He's done. But it means something. This guy's never even taken a snap. So to go out and invest. And by the way, we're not talking twenty five dollars. To go out right. and invest eighty five, ninety, one hundred and fifty dollars in a jersey for a guy who may never even step foot on the field. Tough spot. I always go throwback jersey when I make a purchase. Always. Okay. That's fair. See, now I don't buy jerseys, but because of my boys growing up, I will buy them jerseys. But they want the current players. They want the current player. Uh, for me, it's very simple. You sign a big contract, you get the jersey. Right. I mean, to me, it's safe. Now, I did go out on a limb. I bought the DeMar, um, the Des Bryant jersey for both of them, and they both have the Jason Winton jersey because even if Jason Winton doesn't ever play again, it instantly becomes a throwback. Right. So I try to be safe that way. Like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go out and get a Darren McFadden jersey for them. Right. This could be one year and out. So I'm totally in line with you on that. Jerry, here's something for you. So the FBI, if you wanted to be in the FBI, you had to take like a physical fitness portion of the test in order to see if you could make it into the FBI. Sure. But ever since 9/11 occurred, uh, they stopped the annual physical to make sure you can still stay in shape. Okay. So in other words, if you got out of shape while you were in the FBI. There was really no really? problem with that. Yes. Interesting. But now for the first time in 16 years, they're going to make sure you can still pass these tests. And what does that include? Well, I was going to see if you think you could uh, pass the test. I got this off of Deadspin. They, okay. did, the, they did the legwork on this one. Uh, so um, yeah, male agents age 30 to 39. Are you in there? Nope. Oh, you're a, you're you're older. I'm 41, but mm. give me, I well, want give the 30 these. to okay. 39 one. In case you were 39. Uh, you must perform 24 push-ups without stopping. Easy. You could do that. No Piece problem. Of cake. 
Uh, how about 35 sit-ups in one minute? Not a problem. Okay. Can you sprint 300 meters in less than a minute? I don't know what 300 meters is. 300 meters? Uh, how about this part then? And run a mile and a half no. in 12 minutes? No. You don't think you can run the mile uh, no, and a half? No, I shouldn't say that. But you have a good cardio. I, you I, tell me you have the lungs of a 17-year-old boy. I probably can. I do not. My buddy does. Oh, your buddy does. I probably could do it in 12 minutes. Yes, I probably could do that. Yes. Uh, the most challenging part of the test, the agent said, is that they only get a five-minute break between exercises. Not a problem. Uh, men basically are better at the push-ups than the sit-ups. Women are much better right. at the sit-ups. Uh, and everyone struggles with the sprint that you that you, that you you said you might have a problem I with. I could do the push-ups and sit-ups for you right now in two minutes. You could do 35 push-ups in a minute. Uh, pull-ups? Uh, sit-ups. Sit-ups? Yes. I could never do the pull-ups. Uh, no, they're, those, they're not requiring that, luckily. No, those take time. Those are like... Um, that you have to build over time. Like if you start with three, the next week you should be able to do four, and then you should be able to do five. You're not going to get on a pull-up bar and do fifteen. But which muscles are are doing the pull-ups? Your shoulder, I believe. Your back, your shoulder, uh, your forearms. I would say probably mostly. Because I feel like when I go to the gym, I do upper body stuff, and yeah. I and I feel like I'm decent at well, at what the, I can do. But I could not do those different pull-ups. types of pull-ups. I'll bet you you could do palms to your face. Where it looks like I'm doing a sounds uh, weird. like I'm doing a curl. Yes, I'll bet you you could do those. Great. You turn your hands over. It's a different feel. You're working different muscles. It's harder. Yeah. When I see you know sometimes the girls in the gym wear these um, these sports bras as tops and and their whole back is exposed. Yeah. And the, and the the thing is just the piece of material is just down the middle of the back. And when you see girls doing those pull ups, boy, the muscles in the in the on the back. Yeah. Up by the shoulders. You could, I That's guarantee you could do the open palm ones no problem, and I think you'd be fine at the other ones too. Because the other part too about a pull up is if you don't weigh that much, it's less weight you're pulling. It's same thing with push ups. Like when I'm when we started doing, and it's no secret that me, you, Eddie, and Tom, we did the insanity back in 2013. When you started doing that, the push up part of it, when and there's a lot of them, is difficult. Towards the end of it. As you've lost some weight and you're getting used to it, you could do a lot more week eight than you could do week one. I think it's right. the same thing with the pull-ups. And if you weigh less, it's less to push up. Now, did you have the presidential fitness thing when you were in school? Did they still have that going we, on? I don't remember what it was called, but, we, yeah, we did have to do We had to do a series of exercises, yeah. yes. Back then, the guys had to do pull-ups, which I could never do one. The girls used to do that pull-up thing where you, they would pull up once and hold their chin above the bar. Yeah, I remember standing that. Standing still yes. and just shaking. yes. See how long they could hold it for. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That Absolutely. looked easier, but I'm sure it wasn't. Hard. It's really hard because you're putting all the weight is basically um, combined to your elbow, your forearm, yeah. your shoulder, your chest. Not easy. Yeah, do you I think could not you do could, this. You could get through. This. I could do the. I could do the push-ups. I could probably do the sit-ups. And you could do the run. It's twelve minutes. See that when you 12 said twelve minutes. minutes, that's where I changed my mind. If you were going to tell me half. a mile and a half in eight minutes, actually, that means it's an eight-minute mile. I might struggle with that, actually, because mm-hmm. I can run, but I have to jog. And I'll tell you exactly what happened. At the triathlon thing on the Great South Bay or whatever a couple of years ago, I ran with Michaela, all right, from Boomer's Foundation. And I told her, like, look, you just go. I don't run. I really would just like to jog. She goes, oh, you'll be fine. So I start running with her. She's in a dead sprint. She finished in six and a half minutes. And in six and a half minutes, I wanted to vomit because I went too fast. I can go at my own pace. But I would think I'm probably more of a 12-minute mile, not 8-minute mile. So that was for, if you're already in the FBI, their, their yearly thing. In order to get in to okay. be a first-timer, oh, I like this. Uh, you have to perform a combined 40 push-ups, 
I can do that. Do 43 sit-ups in a minute. Now you're getting difficult. And run a mile and a half in 11 minutes no now. No chance. 11.34. No chance. So that one's I'm not I'm fine with the good. push-ups. The sit-ups, eh. Something more in our uh, in what we do now, Jerry, okay. Hostess Cupcakes. Well, you can't go from that to cupcakes. Well, they're yeah. protein shakes. Uh, oh, well, this is Hostess Cupcakes, which I love. You know, their, their classic cupcake is the... Uh, the brown chocolate cupcake with the white squiggly lines Absolutely. on it. Absolutely, and the cream filling. Yes, the cream Squirts filling. Squirts in your mouth, yeah. So uh, f- uh, since it was opening day yesterday, they made uh, cupcakes that look like baseballs. Cool. So they were the white icing with the red squiggly line uh, for they, the laces. Awesome. And they tweeted out a photo uh, of their new uh, their new cupcake, which they called, as you'll see here, Jerry, the touchdown cupcake, even though... It's baseball on opening day. They got confused. They got confused that that baseball doesn't have touchdowns in it. Oh, my God. I mean, who who hired that marketing team? They tweeted out a touchdown. How fast did they take it down? Um, I'm not sure. They had to have. Home run, not touchdown. Hostess has these new things. Now, they have the Twinkies also. They have a new Twinkie now that I see in the store. I saw this at my parents' house the other day. It's like a chocolate. Yeah, chocolate filling. Yeah, with chocolate filling. I don't think I like it. I don't like that either. I like the originals. Yeah, me too. You know? Like the original chocolate cupcake with the white squiggly line, good. The original, what do we call it? The cupcake. No, the the, the Twinkie, the The regular Twinkie. is good. Devil Dog is Drake's cake. Do you remember Choco Bliss? Uh, Choco Bliss, yes. I used to love that. You can't find them anymore. Yeah, a lot of them, they stopped making a lot of them. Why? I don't know. I guess they weren't big sellers. What about Chocodile? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. That was essentially a larger Twinkie that was chocolate covered. Really? I don't remember that. But it was that. the Twinkie on the inside. Mm, I don't remember that. We mm-hmm. like the yodels in my house. Yodels, yeah. The boys love the yodels. Did the boys, uh, my sisters used to love yodels. They would, though eat it in, they would peel the, the chocolate layer off first. Mm-hmm. And, and then eat the peel cake the and cake, the cream. And then the cream was just in the middle, and they'd mm. scoop it out with their fingers. That seems like a lot of work. Disgusting. When you can eat it in three bites. Well, that was the thing. They wanted to enjoy the yodel. That's interesting. And Are you, you into the fried Oreos? Uh, no, I don't go for any of that. That's stuff. like one of the most popular things at these ballparks. Remember I was talking about the bacon cheeseburger yeah. on the whatever the hell it was uh, today on the funnel cake? This fried Oreo thing. I don't get There's nothing wrong with an Oreo. Why I don't like? Why they're, are we reinventing it? They're deep frying everything now. That's the problem. Everything I gets we're a more deep fry. Conscious though, no, not at the ballpark. That's the one place where you 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 eliminate your health concerns when you're at the ballpark or the movie tickets? theater. That's the problem. That's when it becomes a lifestyle. Let me give a big shout out to the Prudential Center. We went to the Canadian Devil game Friday night. What do they have? They fried? have a. Sandwich wrap stand. Yes, I got one of the greatest turkey wraps I've ever had Friday night at the Rock. It was probably the shortest line to wait into. There was no line. No line. Uh, amazingly right. enough, the ice cream, the hot dogs, the pizza, 10-minute wait. Yes. I walked right up, got my stuff, in and out. I awesome. like it, Jerry. All, All right, right, we're, we're done. done here. See ya. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.